सो जेंटलमैन एंड लेडीज ड्यूट्स एंड ड्यूडेटीज आप सभी का स्वागत है ऑन द सॉकर रूम वेयर एवरीथिंग इज मेड अप एंड द पॉइंट्स डू नॉट मैटर एक्सेप्ट फॉर द पॉइंट्स टेबल एंड विद मी आर टू ऑफ द फुटबॉल्स ग्रेटेस्ट एक्सपर्ट्स तन्मय जायसवाल एंड तन्मय जायसवाल एंड राजेश साहू चलो सेकेंड एपिसोड में नाम सही से लिया You have listened to the first podcast, first episode, and uh, similar insights will be given in the second episode now. <laughs> I maybe I I really doubt it because the the groups that we are going to talk about are supposedly less interesting than groups E and F. Today we'll be talking about groups C and D, and uh, in group D we have Croatia, Czech Republic, England, and Scotland. Let's start off with the team England. right now so what are your predictions how is england going to play i think the biggest shock Tanmay. for england right now is trent alexander arnold is injured and he is out of the tournament yep. although uh we know that uh, gary southgate has number of options at right back and players had to fight for that position but uh, unfortunately he's injured and he's missing out it will be interesting to see who will be coming in in to replace him what do you think rajesh aw aaron ban bisaka it's an obvious choice i mean there's a obvious replacement and uh, and south southgate is also boosted by the fact that they have maguire uh, up and running uh, i mean he 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 may be ready in time to start the first game or maybe the second game uh, But yeah, I mean, he he's he's started to train on the grass. Uh, that's the latest news uh, as far as injury updates are concerned. I think Jesse Lingard, because of his performance in the friendly, uh, I think Jesse Lingard would come instead of Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, that is a very good possibility actually. That would be a very good possibility because they have enough uh, right backs. Yeah, a right winger would be great right now in place of uh, Alexander Arnold, and the supply that he gave during Saka's goal uh, in the friendly match that was also really great. But Rajesh, isn't it like uh, we need to have like for like replacement? They cannot bring in Jesse Lingard because he is forward. Yeah, I mean it depends on the dynamics as to what the the manager expects. Like for like replacement. That's why I said AWB would be the obvious. Direct replacement instead of TAA, but uh, as far as Achintya says that you know Lingard could also be a very good addition because he's been in top form and Gareth Southgate in his interview also explained that although Lingard is uh, was initially in the provisional squad, uh, he's going to start a couple of friendlies. Uh, although he has not been included in the uh, in the in the final squad, official squad. I think it would give a lot lot of flexibility to their team if they add a right But game. if Gary Southgate had to select Jesse Lingard he would have done it in the first place why would he bring him now no, but he, he has kept him in a reserve kind of a role right that's why he's playing the friendlies AWP right. he's he's kind of frozen out right now hmm but will Jesse Lingard I'm sure he will not play at uh, right back and other positions are already being taken by most of the players and he will have to fight good for it until and unless we will have to see let's see yeah oh definitely definitely but yeah uh, the thing is i'm also expecting a play style change because uh, alexander arnold uh, you cannot it's not easy to replace alexander arnold 
they will have to include a change of play style also i don't know because if gary southgate implies 3 5-1 then i think kyle walker would have been the third right third center back and arnold would have played the right back of the middle five or reese james but uh, yeah if if required lingard can fill that position if they are going to play 3-5-1 not not supposedly for 4-4-2 which they have always preferred english team no i guess they are going to employ three at the back in against uh, against the tougher opponents later uh, later in the i mean if they progress in the knock, to the knockouts hmm. but against uh, against deep sitting teams uh, they are going to employ a 4-4-2 uh, which will allow them greater uh, greater you know chances to to move forward and attack teams So I guess I mean where TA is important uh, is that uh, his his delivery his cross cross field passes to the to the wingers is like I mean second to none he is one of the best in his business but he's still I would say susceptible in his uh, job defending or tracking back which I guess will be fulfilled by Reece James I mean that boy has got tremendous delivery and at the same time under tuckel uh, he has improved defensively as well which we all know uh, in the ucl hmm. final he, he showed a complete uh, 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 his aura of uh, you know his range of uh, footballing skills moreover he is like used to play in that uh, 351 formation with chelsea when lampard was there or even when tuchel came so The England are considered to be the stronger side going into the tournament, as they are always considered. But let's see. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I just do not know why they have put Sterling. No, I guess if team. we I talk, I hate that guy right now. <laughs> if we talk a little bit about, I do not like. Spare a minute, minute or two discussing about uh, you know uh, why England never. One one trophies with whenever they had that midfield powerhouse, the midfield uh, trinity of Lampard, Gerrard, and Paul Scholes. It is because I mean they have themselves. Mm. You know, I've 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 listened to Gerrard. I've listened to Lampard in BT Sport. They they kind of admitted to the fact that because of the magnitude of club rivalry those days, they were never able to gel properly. Whereas I feel this mm. modern English team. that is not the problem i mean they have a greater bonding uh, i mean you could attribute that to uh, you know the rivalry or the tension between teams between united or liverpool or united chelsea is not there i mean take it as a good thing or a bad thing but yeah i mean it it bodes well for england uh, going into this uh, competition definitely team spirit tactical preparation exactly. everything team spirit is mostly what wins you games not individual Absolutely. talent that's what i mean we should teach all these things to gerard man they have the team spirit plus they have tremendous talented yeah, players at every position starting from the attack they have harry kane marcus yeah. rashford phil foden jadon sancho who is very soon coming to man united <laughs> so you have two man united top notch wingers for england i hopefully before the euro starts that uh, transfer is going to be completed so that jaden shows what we've signed uh, you know <laughs> yep really looking forward to it and uh, looking forward we'll talk about the croatian team and uh, they have been the previous world cup runners up yeah they are looking strong with nine defenders seven midfielders and seven forwards in their squad 
important thing this time Rakitic is not playing so <laughs> they are heavily dependent on Luka Luka Modric what do you think about that well i beg to differ here i feel uh, croatia are the perfect epitome of underdogs going to this tournament we've talked a lot about belgium being the dark horses or being the underdogs all the time but uh, i feel uh, underdogs should be someone where you know who, who can challenge any teams in a, any competition but they consist of players you hardly would ever know or you know in the footballing world you would hardly ever hear these names but uh, they've got tremendous firepower in the midfield they've got a great veteran striker from hoffenheim uh, who is kramerich uh, and uh, they've got a good forward i mean they do not compare to the likes of uh, germany or france when it comes to depth but uh, yeah they've got a powerhouse of a midfield they've got brozovic from inter milan they've got blasic who is also a very experienced campaigner and they've got modric of course who has been uh, who is the like the last ग्रेट Perisic. Uh, I just recently read somewhere that every Champions League winner had a Croatian player inside them in last few years. Mm. So, and one of the biggest mm. shock for Croatia is non-inclusion of the defender Borna Sosa. Uh, he is missing the tournament because of the dual citizenship. So he is neither playing for Germany nor playing for Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> so he is not having the same Sad luck as Lepote. <laughs> they have so much talent and so much going on for them right now it's they are just on the verge of being a dark horse or they are already a very they are already a very very strong team the whole team of croatia is like rishi kapoor they sometimes get hit What? movies and sometimes average movies are you seriously tanmay going to bring in bollywood reference here why not india is all about <laughs> bollywood chinde is all about bollywood oh meri movies ke liye bhi ho sakta hai wo <laughs> मेरी भी कुछ मूवीज जाती है कुछ मूवीज नहीं जाती है खैर सो द नेक्स्ट टीम वी आर मूविंग ऑन इज चेक रिपब्लिक आई थिंक द स्ट्रॉन्गेस्ट थिंग अबाउट चेक रिपब्लिक इज लाइक देयर देयर टीम इज द कोर ऑफ स्लाबिया प्राग टीम सो दे हैव मोस्ट नंबर ऑफ प्लेयर्स फ्रॉम स्लाबिया प्राग एंड वी हैव ऑल सीन हाउ स्लाबिया प्राग performed in the Europa League they reached till quarter finals they beat Leicester City as well until Arsenal kicked them off out but they had a very high intensity approach and that's why the national team of Czech Republic is going to play in the same style and we have seen in the friendlies as well they they already have a really good coordination but what what also works for them is they are not in a very tight group yeah <laughs> that right but they they beat they beat England in qualifiers at their home although they lost at Wembley 5-0 in the second leg but yeah with Czech Republic there is no Peter Jack in the gold this time so you can never say they can be surprising as well because they have been playing together the whole season the Slavia Prague team yeah yeah so we cannot rule them out of the competition definitely 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 and Patrick Schick yeah. will lead the attack and he is in great definitely. form definitely 
so Czech Republic team is uh, all reliant on team spirit right now if they have that uh, that will be the only thing that could carry them forward in this group so next uh, so let's move on to the scotch team scottish <laughs> the, uh, the scottish pata <laughs> the scottish team they are going in with uh, 10 defenders eight midfielders and five forwards so are there any players to look out for in this team scott mcdomney of course i mean without a doubt and uh, and mcginn i mean they also have a midfield powerhouse there so i am very interested in that midfield battle uh, when they when they face uh, the top teams they have a very good core from the from the premier league and also from the championship hmm. and we all know how difficult hmm. the the english uh, championship is which is the which is the just hmm. the lower t- tier of the the premier league you you will always find very good competitors i'm 100% sure that they are going to really uh, breathe down everyone's neck uh, whoever they face that would be my prediction the advantage with scotland is they are playing two matches in their home glasgow and uh, they have few players who have performed really well in their uh, national league like scott mctominay as rajesh mentioned obviously manchester united player but we have billy gilmore who is in very great form and mcgain is an exciting talent andy robertson we don't need to say anything about it he played every minute of football from liverpool this season all the 38 matches yep and i was i was i was wondering why haven't you mentioned him yet <laughs> he's a captain he he's in, so they have shea adams they have who who had a great scoring record for southampton this season stuart armstrong yeah. is another good midfielder so they have few bombarding players uh, it's it will be important you forgot uh, tierney top class player again top class player yeah again i mean Absolutely. i'm telling you man i mean i'm more excited about scotland i mean they have a proper squad there and uh, czech republic is going to get uh, you know smacked left uh, left right and center against this team and i'm very much excited about this group man as much as the group of death what do you think badhiya game bahut badhiya game yeah i mean not as much as the group of death uh, definitely but yeah it is second to none it's like you said in the last episode that having great caliber team in one group is also interesting and having the same caliber team if everyone is average then it is that's also interesting yeah so that's why i said it will be as much as interesting as the group of 10 actually <laughs> i think uh, england will without doubt top the group croatia will be second scotland might utilize the advantage of the 24 team format and they might come out as the third best team and they might go to the round of 16 and until and unless Czech Republic surprises us i am i'm vouching for scotland obviously i feel scotland will finish second man uh, above croatia i have a spot, soft spot for scotland after rangistis interview yeah. when he was high five yeah, yeah he was he was crying man i was like Like I hope everyone back home is having a party, and I'm like, oh shit, man. <laughs> I would like them to. I would like them Scotland to see at the top of the group if if everything is going according to my wish. But to being practical, I think Scotland might finish third. It will be tough to beat Mac- Croatia, Mac- and, Mac- but they are having home advantage, yeah, so that you can never rule out if they finish second. Acha Rajesh, there is a Man City player Scott M Tanmay, like it's right? Scott McTominay. <laughs> and he's Manchester United player. <laughs> to 
बेंगोली वर्जन ऑफ योर नेम तॉन्मोय वेरी फनी वेरी फनी वेरी फनी एनी वर्ड्स ऑन द फाइनल स्टैंडिंग्स राजेश व्हाट विल बी द फाइनल स्टैंडिंग्स इंग्लैंड स्कॉटलैंड क्रोएशिया एंड चेक रिपब्लिक तन्मय इंग्लैंड क्रोएशिया स्कॉटलैंड एंड चेक रिपब्लिक आई थिंक इट विल बी इंग्लैंड स्कॉटलैंड क्रोएशिया एंड चेक रिपब्लिक सेम आई वुड आई वुड बी वेरी हैप्पी इफ इट हैपेंस बट आई वुड आल्सो बी हैप्पी इफ स्कॉटलैंड टॉप्स इंग्लैंड यू नो सो मूविंग ऑन टुवर्ड्स ग्रुप सी we have austria netherlands macedonia and ukraine and let's start off by talking about netherlands and the biggest news about netherlands let me just say it right off the bat virgil van dijk will not be playing it's and uh, he's already missed liverpool's the whole season because of an injury and i think that will be a major blow to the orange i don't think so because they have delight and devrich uh, as their primary center backs so yeah i mean they'll they'll live netherlands will live and they'll perform very well they'll go very far in the competition which will prove the fact that vvd is absolutely not needed uh, absolutely they have to live if they need to win euros but vvd if he would have been in the team he manages the whole team while being on the pitch the actually the manager can manage the netherland team vvd uh, is fine yeah but he is a proper captain he he just he is just so much coordinated yeah, continuously speaking on the pitch for the whole 90 minutes handling the game he is a proper leader and they will miss kind of a leader in this euro squad yeah, i guess in the liverpool team especially when it comes to the the center backs and okay let me put it into one line the way liverpool support when he got injured netherlands is not going to suffer the same way do you agree with me on that I doubt because they are a very strong team, so they might not suffer. But there are always chances of being exposed at the back line because we all know uh, Delight uh, loses concentration on the yeah, pitch. Yeah, I, I also disagree with that because they're not just they're not just losing um, they're not just losing a star defender. They're also losing a captain at that time. Uh, if it was another defender, not a captain, a, a just a defender, and they could have replaced it, that would have had a much less impact. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be. A, we are divided on uh, Virgil Van Dijk. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think about the Memphis Depay, the ex-Man United man, who has kind of re- rediscovered himself after moving to Lyon, and then Leon. again his yeah. future is up in the air with uh, Barca trying to, <laughs> you know, get to him. Uh, so what do you what do you make of him? He seems to be in good form. Uh, he was in good form in the friendlies as well. He scored a uh, scored a double. Uh, I think uh, uh, Van Dijk is missing out the tournament, so there is no point discussing that. And we should focus on how Netherlands will perform. And I think they have got a great midfield in form of uh, Genie Van Adam, Van de Beek, De Jong, and we have Memphis Depay who can surprise you with shots on the goal. so hmm. all in all they are having a good balanced squad 
and they will obviously top the group but it will be important to see how they progress and how they work in the knockout stages can we say this is the easiest group in the competition uh yes we can say that but uh, football this is football we never know anything can happen in football as we all yeah, know that is yeah but on paper am i saying i'm saying on paper this is the most predictable group i suppose yeah i mean easily i mean we are not going to be different uh, when it comes to our uh, predictions for the rankings top, top, yeah. top four yeah 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 so we have our next team that is ukraine i think uh, the coach andrey shevchenko we all know what a great player he was and uh, now he is in charge of the ukrainian national team i think the team is still developing inside andrey shevchenko they lack uh, accuracy and that's what i've seen in friendlies they play high line usually but they don't have that much pace at back so a counter attack is always on against a team like ukraine it will be good to see how how ukraine progress uh, in the tournament they are definitely ab- amongst all the criticism that andrey shevchenko is having this is his time to prove them all wrong and his confidence is right now soaring you would feel generally with managers you know people jump to criticize that you know the the famous adage that everyone has that not every great player is a great manager so everyone was uh, ready to uh, you know rule him out because of not having prior experience with the top team but yeah i mean the national team has uh, you know kind of trusted him and uh, i i see them as a improving team uh, because the defensive organization at the back has come back they are not leaking a lot of goals i hope that uh, uh, he is able to motivate motivate his group of players to perform yeah i'm i'm looking out how yarmalanko will perform he is creative but again he doesn't have that focus throughout 90 minutes but if, if he does keep that he can be a crucial player he can score goals he can provide assists so yarmalanko will be the one to watch out from ukraine all right so let's move on to the next team that's austria and uh, in austria we have nine defenders nine midfielders and four forwards the thing is i mean there is a ongoing friendly between uh, austria and slovakia so i was actually following that they haven't been able to finish their chances and they lost heavily to a to a denmark team and as well i mean denmark are a superior team to austria but uh, you know in a competition where you know the the minos of the competition like bosnia for example if they're putting their act together to get a point uh, out of the big teams the teams above them in their rankings i you would feel that Aust- austria they should hmm. they should you know uh, step up basically definitely i think uh, history will also play an important part because uh, austria has never reached a second round in euros and in fact they have never won a match in euros they have already only participated four times though but and as much as we know the great talent of david alaba but he cannot carry alone from the left back position nahi yeah, actually unki team team badhiya hai sabitzer levzik ke liye khelta hai schleger wolfsburg ke liye khelta hai alaba bhi hai dragovic bhi hai which uh, you know united tried to sign <laughs> we will we will discuss more when the when the games begin 
so let's move on to the next team that's North Macedonia. And I think the only player that we can have to talk about in this is Goran Pandey. Obviously, he's like <laughs> a 37-year-old veteran in the midfield. <laughs> he's extremely talented. I love him. I just love the way he moves around with the ball and off the ball. But uh, it will be difficult to totally rely on him. He needs support from other players as well. Pandey, Valioski, Elmas, who has a good pace and has good dribbling skills. So these three players can combine and they need to do well if North Macedonia needs to progress. Yeah, like, I mean, North Macedonia, they, they beat Germany, man, 2-1 uh, with the last-minute screamer from Elmas. It's like Germany uh, Germany played a strong team, okay? Hmm. They, they employed a three-at-the-back formation, 3-4-3. Three, three. And they employed everyone from Havertz to Sane to Kimmich, Goretzka, everyone. And they beat them, that, that North Macedonia team. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you consider of all the lower teams, like Scotland, North Macedonia, uh, then yeah, I mean, I guess North Macedonia can stand out, can, can spring a few surprises here and there. Uh, it's like the diamond in the dirt. They only have the Goran. Uh, they only have Goran Pandey with him. Uh, like I'm not calling other players dirt, but uh, just the com- comparison that uh, he is leagues above everybody else right now in that. And I think even North Macedonia would consider themselves to be lucky in the groups <laughs> right now. Yeah, it this is there. It's going to catch up to you somewhere, but it would be. I mean, for these smaller teams to get out of these groups to qualify is a huge achievement for them. I mean, they yes, would treat yes. it as a trophy, <laughs> trophy in themselves. One thing I saw about North Macedonia is like they are very confident as a unit, and uh, they, their confidence uh, can can win them games uh, for sure. I think their confidence comes also comes from being at the rock bottom. I mean, uh, not at the rock bottom, but it's like this is the first time they are going in Euro Cup, so they do not have any history to focus on yeah, and uh, they do not have any kind of legacy or something. They are all playing to their full potential right now without thinking of anything else, just playing football. And that shows a lot in their uh, in the play, in their play style and in the confidence that they have. Absolutely, I, I'd agree. So this was Group C. Just a quick note of what are the standings in your minds, Rajesh? Uh, well, obviously, Netherlands are clear favourites to top the group. Then Ukraine and then North Macedonia and then Austria. What about you, what about you Tanmay? Netherlands, without doubt, will top the group. And then I think I'll place North Macedonia in second because in the kind of form they are in. Then Ukraine, third best and Austria finishing fourth. Oh, me and Tan- Tonmoy are, on the, you know, on the same page. On both yeah. Group C and D. Oh my god, today I'm going to party like a wild animal. You so wish to be on the same page with me that you will party tonight. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that was such a, I don't know, dreary yeah, man. I have to party like that. <laughs> it's just a glimpse of Liverpool-Manchester United rivalry, Achinti, for you. मेरे हिसाब से ग्रुप सी में नेदरलैंड्स फर्स्ट आएगा तो आएगा ही सेकंड आएगा ऑस्ट्रिया थर्ड आएगा यूक्रेन एंड फोर्थ नॉर्थ मेसिडोनिया हां मतलब इट इज यू आर गोइंग फॉर द ऑबवियस ऑबवियस वंस मैन 
कुछ तो सरप्राइज एक्सपेक्ट करो यार फुटबॉल में इफ आई वॉज बेटिंग ऑन इट आई वुड नॉट बेट ऑन नॉर्थ मेसिडोनिया बिकॉज I'd bet every ounce of money. If I have like the last bit of money left, I'd bet on Macedonia against Netherlands. I mean, absolutely. Unfortunately, I have to no, agree with Rajesh. I'll contribute, Rajesh. <laughs> My last penny, I'll contribute with your last penny for Macedonia. <laughs> so this was all about the group C and D in the Euro Cup 2020. Keep listening for more updates about groups A and B, which we are going to be releasing tomorrow. and uh, we'll be talking about the match fixtures the players to look out for and the team comps and uh, you can listen to this podcast on all major streaming platforms like spotify amazon music google podcast apple podcast jio saavn audible stitchers radio public pocket cast and breakers so see you all tomorrow this is the soccer room peace out